What an amazingly romantic happening when the Jewish people met Hakadosh Baruch Hu Har Sinai. God gave the Torah. It was Kechosanai Yoytzelik Raskale. It was romantic. It was a Nasev and Nishma. It was an overpouring of love. So it seems very out of place that at this wedding, the Gemara tells us in Masech the Shabbos that the Almighty uprooted Har Sinai. And held it over the Jewish people's head. He was kafo aleim har and he said, "Accept the Torah, or here shall be your eternal burial." Doesn't seem very on brand or romantic at all. Hardly the wedding of anyone who wants a happy and romantic wedding. Now, when a person thinks about how a marriage is built, everyone knows you must have. The levels of love, infatuation, a certain excitement, a chuppah, a wedding, a dancing, it's an overpouring of simcha. All of it is super important for without it, you're not really starting on the right foot. But let me argue for a second that even more important than that is that Aramaic that they call up one of the rabbis to read in the ksuba. And it's all about how what you have to do, the less romantic parts, the levels of chasun must give this, 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 and this to his wife. And the Kala must do this, this, and this, and this for her husband. I'd argue that the rules and the boundaries and the also are like a hectic when a person knows that this is my spouse, this is the only one in the world, and everyone else is prohibited to me, that unites the couple even more. For love and infatuation is very short-lived, and it's kind of an ace-la-ace from time to time. But rules, but boundaries, but a contract, this really unites people. Perhaps the coercion from the holding of the mountain above the Jewish people's head was to bring out that much deeper of a connection because Jewish people, I'm happy that you want it and Nasev and Nishman, you're inspired. But a mountain above the head says, this is real. There are rules. We are connected. Some insurance to really make this partnership and marriage grow. And we're... When Rev. Gamliel Rubinovich the Great, Haile Geyed in Eretz Yisrael, was asked by someone for a bracha to have pleasure in his learning Torah, he answered, Who said learning Torah needs to be pleasurable? A very sharp idea. But sometimes we tend to do the parts of Torah, to study the parts that are super elevating, and I feel so special when I learn it, and it's thought provoking, and all true and all good. But who said that you have to do it? only because it's pleasurable. A lot of people, including myself, can sometimes fall into this trap. It's important that we remember that there are two parts of this marriage. There's the love and infatuation. There's a relationship to Torah that elevates and Kamaika Yosef Bishuka that makes a person so uplifted, exalted. But there's another part that is a person must know how to live life as a Jewish person, to study Hashem's Torah. And although it's the middle of Shvat and it's 6 a.m. and I don't feel like getting out of bed and the sugya is too hard and I don't need to know this little inference, why is it important? Because there are rules and it's an exciting marriage and partnership. And the ksuba is what unites a couple. And the kafu aleim gigas, the mountain above the head, unites with the nasev and nishma to bring this marriage into an eternal connection to become a bond that will never be severed. We love learning Torah. We love the mitzvahs. And at the times that it's not enjoyable, not kishmak, remember that it still is an obligation. And that is what truly creates a happy couple.